Supposedly grown, supposedly grown, supposedly grown, supposedly grown. Supposedly grown. We're missing our female counterpart, so this one, uh, this recording is going to be a little different, a little manlier than usual. Um, we're missing our female perspective. So, uh, we're, uh, we've done this a couple of times before, but this is, uh, the first in a long time. Um, so we're just going to kind of wing it, maybe talk about some stuff with no real, uh, no real research done. We're just going to kind of throw some shit on the wall and hope something sticks. Yeah, I, uh, I like that. <laughs> Let's see where things go, man. It might get a little weird. I'm all right with that. Let's just run with it, you know. <laughs> definitely, it's definitely gonna get get a little strange. Um, we'll probably talk some sports, maybe some conspiracy theories, and uh, just whatever kind of comes up, man. I wanted yeah. to, uh, I wanted to lead off with a little conspiracy theory. Um, okay. So, obviously, we're what two days, three days away from the uh, three. Three days out, man. Three days away from the new president being inaugurated, right? Um, and it's been interesting, right? Because uh, so I'm not, I'm not real big into politics. I'm not uh, real big into conspiracy theories either. But uh, because of my uh, coworkers, I've heard some interesting things, and uh, I just wanted to kind of gauge your perspective on the whole thing and see maybe if you heard something different you agree you disagree or anything like that man there's so much stuff going around you know it's like very hard to and and you know what we live of course i know i think i say this at least once every other uh episode is as far as like we live in this world where everything is so quick the social media internet world right oh yeah man gotta get stories out first Yeah, before you check your facts, and it's so it's so hard for us as not the press to uh, weed through that shit, you know. And I, I'm I first, I, I, it's hard for me to believe, you know, we're we're in the South, right? So it's like, oh, well, they're gonna shut down now that uh, now that the Democrats have won and Joe Biden's going in. It's been they're gonna shut down the nation. Uh, for the next, I don't know, four to six weeks, and everybody better get ready. Um, also, they're going to be pushing for free health care, which they're going to go off of like um, Canada's way, which is not <laughs> to anybody that knows it's not free. Um, anybody that does a little, I mean, just a little bit of research, you're going to know real quick that it's not free. Everybody's been saying, man, get ready for you know, $5 a gallon gas and $10 gallon milk or whatever. It's, it's this crazy stuff. Right. But I will say one thing that does worry me that I keep seeing. And, uh, actually for the first time with my own eyes this weekend, I saw it 100% true people lining up out of, at like Academy, Walmart, um, some of the shooting ranges around here just to buy ammo. And that worries me because that goes along with a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, we're going to hit a new, uh, what is it, civil war. And they're like, yeah, the, that day, Wednesday is, is not going to come when it's time to, what is it, change key or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm like, um, 
Yeah, it better come because I'm not going to sit out here and just go to war because you don't like somebody. You don't like somebody when we're just getting played all together. You know, this this yeah. is big for me. You know, we're so much bigger than what somebody feels like. It, it don't matter about your feelings. This is nah. what it is. You know, you know, and, and uh, you know, you hear the, oh, well, Biden's working with China and we're going to turn into this or Trump, Trump last day, he's going to spill the beans about this this and this and i'm thinking man if he's really got anything and i want to be clear i'm not a diehard trump supporter or a, a, a biden supporter or like that dude i hardly know anything about politics at all i would, uh, I would uh, combat that because i've walked in your house and seen all the maga stuff so i don't know <laughs> yeah. big or not, but you know when you have wallpaper with donald trump's face on it i would say you're a big you're a big supporter yeah, I had one of the uh, one of my doors that's just painted. It just says "You're fired," just to remind me every day I better work my ass off. The weird thing is, is like I walked into your guest room and I seen a full body pillow dressed in a suit with a wig on, and it was painted. <laughs> so it was a little weird, but you know, to each his own, right? Live your life. That's just a way to keep me motivated. Sometimes when I come in from a hard day at work, I like to give it a hug and have a nice scotch with it every once in a while. It makes, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it would be very, very comforting to anyone. You know, but I will say this, man. I, I wish at least in, and it might not happen through my lifetime, but maybe in my kids, my future kids' lifetime, that we actually get a president or government issued person who i personally feels i feel like that uh they actually care about the american people i mean i know it's all about big money big business it's about those people individually i know oil and gas that's run by um the same people and same families i just would like one time to really see what it's like to have a president that cares about the American people, get get our soldiers off the streets, uh, drop poverty rates, actually try to get real real jobs flowing, um, you know, all that. You know, that'd be really nice. And then stick to what you say. Oh, yeah. That'd you be know, nice. I, but, bro, like, yeah, I, but, I, you know, it's sad. Yeah, no, it's sad um, me saying, oh, it'd be nice, it'd be nice. Because it's like... It's that, almost like that should scary. be a normal thing. Like that, that shouldn't be questioned. It should always be expected that these candidates should really care and really want to make a difference. Yes. But yes. at the same time, like, is it even possible? Like, let's say, let's say that you know Joe Biden goes in there, which which is weird because you know he's already been in there technically. He's vice president for or for eight years, right? Two terms with uh, Mr. Barack Obama. Um, so he, has, he has an idea of how it works. But, you know, let's say Donald Trump or even uh, George Bush back in the day. Let's say these guys went in there with that intent, right? Their intent is to do good. And their intent is to make a difference, you know, fucking do all the things that they said they would have done. But maybe they got in there and the realization is that the president can't really fucking do that much to make a difference. Like, it's not, not just his job to do or to put a bunch of things in place, like, and, and the fact that, the fact is, is they can't make a difference that quickly anyway, right? Like, the first term usually is a wash anyway. Like, they're not really going to be able to make a big difference in their first term. So, normally, 
you know, they would get a second term. That didn't happen this time, right? Right. And there's some conspiracy theories behind that, right? Because you've seen all these new tent or these new voting kiosks, pretty much, uh, that went out in a bunch of places, and a bunch of places that you know were pretty big factors in deciding who actually won. So that. weird. Yeah, that was so weird. They did so many new things this year. It was just really awkward. Like, and so again, I'm like, like trying I said, to play that up, you know. Big. I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but because of the people I work with, I've heard some shit. Yeah. And according to these people, there's been some whistleblowers, right? Some people that have admitted that there's some scandalous shit going on. Um, according to him, there's some people in Italy, which which is weird in itself, that our votes would go through Italy and then come back to us, right? But because of these new voting kiosks, I guess... They're routed to Italy, and then they come back to the U.S. to be counted or whatever. According to people, pretty high-ranking people, um, I think one of them was like, you know, their highest court, the head of their highest court came out and said, yeah, we're fucking around with their votes. We're changing them. We're here adjusting the numbers to make sure that Joe Biden wins. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. That's just what I'm hearing. And again, I don't do much research. I'm pretty lazy. I've got two kids and a life, so I don't have time to check the shit out. So I'm, I'm sitting there at work, and I'm just hyping them up. I'm like, yeah, fuck these motherfuckers. Let's go. Uh, but in reality, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to continue to go to work and uh, go home. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, the fact that these so – uh, again, I don't do much research. So the fact that maybe this shit is – out there and there are a lot of people that actually believe this that may have fucking uh maybe aided in the events that happened in the fucking capital this past two weeks ago whatever it was like maybe a lot of those motherfuckers believed that there's some off-the-wall shit that shouldn't have happened i'm not condoning what they did and i'm not legitimizing anything they did but i'm sure you think foul shit is going off and you get enough people thinking the same way in that type of environment it'd probably be easy to be influenced to go jump into a building that you shouldn't have been in oh yeah no for sure and you know it's funny you say that because even that that in itself was a conspiracy theory like that was something that was talked about was like oh well those weren't really trump supporters those people were brought in from the democratic party to um make him look bad and they were going to be shown that's why they were given uh access to to so much uh to so many areas and all this like even that itself was something looking now hearing both sides of the story and both sides of everything from the news to people and obviously social media and all that stuff but it's hard to sit here and say oh well is this really a Trump supporter? Like they have like a. I mean, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll leave this out there. So, you know, the main guy that everybody keeps seeing, the guy in the buffalo pants with the buffalo head. Yes. Now, I've seen a lot of videos of uh, Trump supporters, and I've never seen one dressed like that with that type of beard and that type of persona. Um, oh, I'm not no. saying I'm not saying he is Antifa, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was Antifa. And uh, the fact that, no, again, this is another rumor. Um, this was a TikTok rumor, but it is a rumor. 
Um, so he got arrested, right? He's in jail, obviously. And I've heard he is on a hunger strike because they are not feeding him organic food. And again, yes, yeah, his mom, uh, his mom, there. That's not a typical Trump supporter complaint when they're uh, being detained. No, that's true because you would think like a Trump supporter. If you, if you were to just say say the word Trump supporter, you're automatically thinking some red-blooded American that's going to be eating meat and makes his own beef jerky and probably <laughs> sits in the woods a lot, you know? You're not thinking somebody that's, oh, well, I need all kosher food, um, a vegan, kosher, blessed food. Like, you're not thinking yeah. that. that. That's not your first guess. Not at all. So, again, another conspiracy theory. But, like, how do you fucking weed through everything and figure it out, man? I just don't. Personally, I don't think I have enough time in the day to do that shit. Like, I've got diapers to change. I've got butts to wipe. <laughs> I've got dog shit to pick up. You know, there's not enough hours in the day for me to fucking go on five different websites and actually find out if any of this shit is true. Like, you say five, but, you know, it's crazy. There's people who literally log in from, like six o'clock in the morning or, or earlier and we'll spend 12 hours just going through some of this bullshit 12 i would say 12 to 14 hours and try to really figure this out and it's kind of crazy because i'm thinking what happened america like what ha and i'm speaking to all of america what the hell happened to where we can't get somebody's honest answer mm -hmm. what the hell happened and you know man like, so, leading up to this election and everything, I uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of news, but I, I would listen to podcasts, and there's a couple in particular that I would listen to. And one in particular that I really enjoy is the Joe Rogan Experience, Joe Rogan's mm -hmm. podcast. He has a bunch of different people on there. Um, and he would always be asked, you know, I mean, because he had Bernie Sanders on there, so he's not, he's not, you know, strictly left or strictly right. Like, he... He's probably like, I would say me, which I would hope, you know, he's a strong masculine man who uh, really doesn't give a fuck and is awesome. Big old wiener. Um, but he, uh, he would constantly bring up, he would constantly bring up Joe Biden and his issues with uh, just relaying messages, right? Like this guy, uh, he, as long as he's been in politics, he does not communicate well nowadays. Like, you can see a gradual decline in how well he speaks and how well he gives speeches and everything like that. And some of the weird things he would say on his campaign shows kind of made you think. There was one story in particular that uh, I like referencing that is pretty hilarious. The one about Corn Pop and his time as a lifeguard at a pool. Have you ever heard that story? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> oh, you've never heard it. Okay. Oh, so, my God. Mr. Joe Biden is, uh, I'm assuming, a teenager, and he opens a story um, by him saying that, you know, it was a primarily black neighborhood. For some reason, he was a lifeguard there. I'm not sure why. Um, you can you can use your uh, context clues and your everything else to figure out why they have a white man in a black pool. But he would say that he would sit at the edge of the pool with his legs in the water and uh, his legs would be wet and little girls would come up to his legs and they would uh like to play with his leg hair 
um, as they were wet, and he, he's made a reference of how his leg hair would be blonde in the sun and all wet, and the little girls would come up to him and play with his legs, sit on his laps, and do all sorts of weird stuff. But uh, that's how he opens the story, and then he, he talks about his, his good friend Corn Pop that he met at this uh, pool. So Corn Pop was a well-known man. He was a strong man. He was a, a hood man, you know. He was he was well-known throughout the hood. And um, him and Corn Pop had a run-in at the uh, outside of the pool. <laughs> and uh, he, had, he had told Corn Pop one day, you know, hey, man, you keep fucking with me. I'll bust you down. down. I'll fight you. <laughs> and uh, Corn Pop, Corn Pop wasn't uh, some guy to play with. So uh, I would assume he had a weapon of some sort, and uh, Joe Biden realized that he probably fucked up. Luckily, Corn Pop gave him a break, and so Corn Pop and him became friends. They became good friends, and uh, they never had an issue again, but that's his good friend Corn Pop. But again, this is a story that he brought up out of nowhere on his campaign trail, and uh, I don't know about you, but personally... If I was trying to be president, I wouldn't bring up a story about a bunch of little girls coming up, swimming to my legs and playing with my leg hair. It's not something you really reference a whole lot. To the no, public. not at all. No, that uh, me trying to become president of the United States. I am not ever telling that story ever. Mm-mm, First, but, hey, I'm sure Corn Pop, Corn Pop appreciated it because, uh, Corn Pop's out there being famous now. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm thinking the cereal stocks just went up. Like, people went and bought that shit. Like, what? <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I don't know nothing about no Corn Pop person. But after, corn hearing, Pop. after hearing that story, I'd probably be afraid to buy Corn Pop the cereal. Well, see, that's, that's where I was going next was that, first off in this story, you talking about little girls touching your legs, that's, that's really weird. That's awkward. But also, you just got punked out by a cat named Corn Pop. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you should be. Don't tell that story because you're supposed to be defending the world. You're supposed to be man. As, as the president, you're supposed to be strong. You know, presidential. You know, we've had these presidents in the past that you know at least gave off that appearance, right? Like we have a lot of presidents that were great talkers. Barack Obama, probably one of the best speakers that we've had as maybe maybe John Kennedy, right? Like he was able to give those speeches and fucking people believed him, whether it was true or not. That's a completely different story. Um, George Bush, not the smartest man, but at least seemed like he would get drunk and go do some cocaine and get some fights. I definitely, you know what? Every time I ever think of Bush, honestly, is like, Homeboy's about to have a Miller Lite, and he's about to throw them things. He might not win, he might he might lose, but at least you're going to know he was there. Like, that's, that's how I picture Bush. Yeah, man. Then you got fucking Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton out there busting on dresses. He's obviously a manly man, right? Bro, he's out there. He He's not only knocking your ass out, but he might take your girl. He might take your girl. Yeah, definitely. And he's not, but, but he's but, not gonna, he's not gonna he's not gonna smoke your weed though. At least at least that's what he's gonna say. He's not he's not gonna inhale the weed. The old puff it. He's gonna waste. It. He's just gonna waste it. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna throw that shit away. Uh, <laughs> but we've had we've had these presidents that give off a certain fucking you know strength in their appearance. Even Donald Trump with his small little burger hands, right? Like he was at least he, he was at least you know firm, you know. 
he was a decent guy. Like, but I don't know, man. Joe Biden's gonna go in there, and uh, I guess we'll find out on the twentieth what it's about, what he's about, or we'll find out. I mean, soon after that, whether he'll he'll be the president throughout his term, right? Because the whole the whole conspiracy theory was that they wanted Kamala Harris to eventually take over as a president anyway. Like Joe Biden wasn't going to make the full term. And 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 unfortunately, and I'm not. Again, this is just off of some TikTok bullshit, but that's what everybody's saying is like Joe Biden is already kind of, and I, I don't mean to talk on nobody like this. I know people are really going through some shit in life as far as things like this, but like he's he's kind of losing his mind. He's kind of losing that extra little step, you know. He and he's getting up there in age, and things like that do happen. Mm-hmm. But from what all the you know conspiracy people are saying is that. Oh, okay. Well, he, the only reason they gave him this is so uh, Camilla Kamala Harris um, could jump in, and and they're saying some people are saying, oh yeah, it's going to be as early as like this summer. Like we won't make it through the summer with Joe Biden. That this is their plan altogether because he's going to come out as uh, medically unfit to be president anymore because of his conditions. And that they're drugging him up, very highly drugging him up for these speeches and things like that. And, you know, of course, they're showing little clips when uh, when they say these things. And I don't know, man, they could hell the news does it all the time where they just cut clips and show oh, yeah. what they do. You, you know, you can dog. Right. Yeah, yeah. They 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 uh, they want to show what the people want to see. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you got to get butts in the seats, as they say. Yep. Uh huh. There you go. I I don't know, man. Like, like I said, if if that's the case, that's the case. Um, uh, the fuck. The only thing we can continue to do is go to work and fucking try to live a normal life. Hopefully, you know, they continue with these stimulus checks every couple of months, and uh, they'll keep me me happy. You know, and that's that's something else is that. Well, there's two things in that, I guess, for me. The first thing is that as long as I can go to work, pay my bills, I'm good. You know, I ain't, I ain't never been one to ruffle feathers and nothing like that. Um, whatever. I just want to go to work, pay my bills, come home, drink cold beer. I'm good, mm-hmm. right? You sound like you sound like, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Damn right. <laughs> I'll vote for that. I'll vote for Steve Austin, boy. <laughs> but the other part of it is that, that this. I don't know if it's a new generation thing, but I see it more, especially with the social media stuff going on. I feel like you can't have an educated conversation without something stupid coming up as far as like if we and you were having this conversation and you lean more to one side, um, this conversation wouldn't have gone easy. Um, and I know you're never supposed to bring pro- politics up at work or, you know, especially family functions and shit like that. But it's like, you say something and and it actually holds a little weight or it sounds correct then the other side and 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 sometimes it's at least majority of the time it's the younger crowd they don't want to hear that and that kind of bothers me cuz it shows not not so much this whole political stuff but it shows where we're going we're yeah. in the direction of I can't get my way, so I'm going to be upset. That's dangerous. Oh, yeah. And you know what's crazy is, like, that's not just a political thing, right? Especially with younger generations. We're talking, like, maybe, what, 18 to 
25, 26 years old, right? That's uh, that's the next generation past millennials, I think. Um, but they, fuck, I was just having a conversation yesterday about that. Like a guy, a, a guy, a friend, he works for a different company. And he was mentioning, younger cat, you know, works, works on his shift. And uh, the way he talks to supervision is fucking completely different than anybody 30 or older would, you know? Like, there's no respect there. Like, he's going at the supervisor like he's just a fucking a peon. Like, he's not actually working for him. Like, the supervisor's working for him, you know? And I think that's just a generational type of thing, man. Because, like, growing up, like, we still had repercussions for doing certain things, right? Yeah, and they were yeah. um, sometimes physical, sometimes mental, sometimes a combination of both. But we still had those repercussions, and it seems like right after we stopped, right after we went through, they started doing shit differently, man. They started, you know, fucking participation trophies, participation ribbons, you know, no physical fucking punishment, no capital punishment and shit like that. And I think without those fucking things, like, you're asking for trouble. Like, you can't not have consequences because then people just don't give a shit. No, yeah, agreed. I, a hundred percent, I think... We're looking at a generation coming up right now and behind it as well, like the generation after that that's coming up. It worries me because it's like I feel like at some point in time we're going to have to defend our nation, right? And this, again, is another conspiracy. Someone's going to test us at one point. I mean, it happens, right? It happens every fucking couple of decades. Right, and I call it it the – uh, what did I say the other day? The uh, the lunchroom mentality. Like, so you remember you go to a no, new school or whatever, and you're trying to make somebody, you're trying to be somebody. Either you're going to be the funny guy, you're going to be the athletic guy, or you're going to be the guy that um, they knocked out or whatever that got to the big guy, right? So if you look at Russia, if you look at China, if you look at all these heavy hitters out there, honestly, and I've said this before, if they're looking at America right now, they're they're not twiddling their thumbs no more. They're standing up and they're walking around, they're pacing the room and they're saying, "Man, they're looking a little broken. They're looking a little weak. They're they're, they're I see blood in the water, you know? I see the blood in the water. I see the wounded animal right now." And that worries me, you know, because then I look at, "Hey, if I got to stand my ground in this state and and and, and make sure that I am continue to live the lifestyle that I love here in America. And then I look at, I don't know, (laughs) an 18 year old and I'm like, Oh God, they're, they're not ready because our guns aren't organic. I don't know. Like it worries (laughs) me, you know? Yeah. We're not not using non, non animal oil to oil up our guns and shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We got we got to start using fucking avocado oil to uh, clean clean the chambers <laughs> on the barrels and shit. I got you. Um, and you know what? This is true it's too. True, right? But yeah. that, but that might be the case for some of. I mean, all right. So, 18, 18 year olds they're, that are joining the military now. It's completely fucking different, right? From from whenever the fuck. You know, we were 18 and people were joining the military, going to boot camp. I mean, I've heard all these rumors. You know, I got a lot of friends that are still in the military. 
I obviously was in for a small bit of time. My brother was in. Um, I've got cousins and shit in. And even now, I've got a niece that just went to an army boot camp. And, like, she was making TikToks at one point while she was uh Yo! In. Oh, so I'm, I was tripping on that because I was like, man, I thought that shit wouldn't allow. Like, there's a lot of... Of phone messages and video messages that go around now, and and I look at people from my grandfather's age, and even some of his family members and 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 people in my family, uncles and stuff, who have served in the military, especially back in the day. And I'm like, what do they think? <laughs> like, what our 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 elders, right, are looking at the new generation of military. They've got to be, like, just floored. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, so, all right, so granted, you know, after after I'd gotten out and stuff, there was all, all these rumors about stress cards. Well, there was rumors about stress cards while I was in, right? Like, you were able to, during boot camp, if you felt like you were stressed or you were being pushed too hard, you would, you know, you would pull this stress card out and they would have to leave you alone. They would have to give you your safe space to calm down, deal with the issues, and then continue. That wasn't the case while I was in. I don't know if it is now or if it was after I had left. But I do know that they were keeping their phones at least. They had their cell phones while they were in boot camp. Maybe maybe they weren't able to use them every night, but they did have their cell phones. And just little stuff like that, like the separation from technology – and the ability not to be able to contact your family, like that makes a difference, right? That that little bit of disconnect from the outside world really does make a difference. Like not being connected to your family or even like, you know, drill instructors being able to put that as a reward, right? If you if you do something good, you get a phone call to your family. You're able to check in at that point. But the fact that they were able to do it pretty often, pretty regularly like that that just doesn't sit right with a lot of people prior and stuff like that yeah that's that's you know and i'm i'm not military <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a person who's done that and I, I don't mean to offend anybody that has but to me outside in that worries the shit out of me because if i'm if i'm I'm praising you know I, of course you know you're defending our country and I thank you so much for our, for your time and doing what you're doing but if if it's time for you to lay it down lay down the law and get at it with you know someone from another country and you're like oh well hey you know y'all don't attack yet I gotta send this snapchat or something I, I, that worries me because Let it me could hold up hold up on the fight I need to learn this TikTok dance yeah, that's like Gordon Ramsay is about to, you know, do a TikTok. Let me watch it real quick. Like we'll I, I'm, I'm, I'm recording myself open this MRE so Gordon Ramsay can tell me how good this Chili Mac is. That's scary? No? Like, oh, man. But, I mean, all right, but, you know, let's let's erase that. Like, honestly, if they're signing up, they have their reasons and they're hopefully doing it for a good reason, right? Hopefully they're doing it for the right reasons and they're really patriotic and they want to either defend this country or they're doing it to better themselves. You can't get mad. You know, know, now that you say that, I bet 
at least 98% of them are, you know? And yeah, yeah. they say, oh, well, I'm going to get it. Cause I've, I've heard, I've heard, and I don't think they mean this. I've heard people, you know, family members, younger family members who have enlisted and things like that. And they're like, oh yeah, well it's because I'm going to get a free education or it's because I really truly don't believe that. Like, I really think like they're doing this for the right reason, you know? I mean, great. Like, man, honestly, no one does anything without some selfish reasons, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna fucking go to work, and I'm not gonna get paid, right? Look, I, I personally, I'm not gonna go to work if they're not paying me. I'm not going to work for no other reason other than to get paid. And the company is the same way, though, right? Like they're not gonna have me go to work unless they're gonna make some money off of what I do. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, no, no. That's true. The military at at the end of the day is the same way, right? Like they're not gonna they're not gonna let these people enlist unless they actually need them to defend something. They right. do, and people that do enlist, they have their reasons for doing so, whether that's experience, whether that's a free education, whether that's because they didn't have anything else to do. or I mean, even you have those cases where somebody's trying to become a U.S. citizen. They have right. their reasons, and as long as they do it, fuck. They can't help when they enlisted, right? They can't help when they went to boot camp. So if they get their phones, fuck it. Let them have their phones. Let them take advantage of it. Let them go through boot camp and have a fucking good time and get out as as they wish. You know that's true though. Now that you say that too, that's a man. That's an excellent point because if this was you know the fifties, sixties, forties, fifties, sixties, whatever, we might be having a, a different conversation. As like, man, you know they they're really hard on those people. My my so and so, my family member came back yeah. and. You know, you know, that's true, man. You know, I, yeah. I, I love that you said that because that just opened my mind to a whole nother thing. It's like, man, what yeah. if that was the case, you know? Everybody, like, fuck, no one, help, no one can help when they were born and when they enlisted. It, they've just got to go through what they're supposed to. At the end of the day, if they make it through, then they're fucking, they're airmen or they're marines or they're fucking soldiers, whatever they decide to be, or they're seamen. You know, whatever branch they decide to go into. As long as it's not the uh, Coast Guard. <laughs> You're horrible. But I, I do want to say that we're on that point. Thank you to all the um, uh, military men and women out there for us. Thank you. Definitely. Um, another thing I wanted to get into is I sent y'all a video um, that was very interesting to me. One of the baddest men on the planet at one point. It was fucking... The youngest heavyweight champion ever went on a podcast. Yeah. Went on a podcast and took a handful of mushrooms before the podcast. <laughs> and uh, he proceeded to chew these mushrooms up for about 30 minutes, finally swallow them. And um, you could tell the difference between uh, when he was on mushrooms and when he was not. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because, uh, me personally, I've never done mushrooms. Um, I've never done anything illegal. I'm a upstanding citizen of my society, and I do not break rules. Given that, <laughs> um, mushrooms are legal in a couple of states, right? Um, there's some states that have legalized mushrooms, and if I so happen to be in one of those states, and I have no fear of ever getting tested for mushrooms because I don't believe mushrooms are any on any tests of that sort. I may 
be tempted to partake in these particular uh, resources. Any thoughts? Oregon, right? Oregon just passed it, what, this past year? I think it's Colorado. I think fucking everything's legal in Colorado now. Like, fucking, you can go up there and, like, fucking snort cocaine out of a hooker's butthole if you really wanted to. On the slopes, bro. On the Yeah, the only thing they request is that you uh, you bring your own skis. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want COVID spreading through skis. Nah, it was that. You but, know, um... Like, what's crazy is, like, this dude in the 90s was talking about eating people's babies at one point he bit some guy's ear off like dude was fucking scary as shit like his persona was completely different than what it is now and it, and he he fucking he gives all everything that's happened credit to psychedelics not just mushrooms but He's done, like, uh, The Toad. He's done a bunch of psychedelics that he says, you know, it's fucking made him realize that he's a completely different person. Yeah, like uh, peyote and shit, too, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's big into everything. I mean, shit. He even said that um, he used to smoke a bunch of weed, but he thought it was getting in the way of his aggression in the fucking ring, so he stopped smoking weed. And... Uh, <laughs> He That's fucking had all the, all the fucking issues with aggression. He ended up going to fucking jail for a little bit, got out, bit of Vander Holyfield's ear off, and then uh, decided to retire. Then he started smoking weed again. It's 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 a trip though, man. Cause and I don't mean that like but like it's it's crazy to me that this man flat out is like, oh yeah, no 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 no. You know, I would definitely do this to get my mind right. You're telling me you would do psychedelics to get your mind right? Where the hell is your mind regularly? That's fucking scary. That's true. But you know what, man? There's actually been studies that show that, like, psychedelics, um, I think it was LSD, right? LSD in particular works really well with uh, people that have PTSD, like soldiers especially, right? Like it kind of, it kind of helps them, I don't know, it helps their brain cells kind of grow or something. Like it helps them reattach some of the uh, syntax and stuff and it helps them work through that type of stuff. So there are some benefits to some of these psychedelics, obviously. Granted, I don't know how well these studies are. And again, this is bro science. I don't do much of my research. Everything I've heard is from uh, podcasts or TikTok. <laughs> Love me some bro science. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, bro science is the only way to go. But it's crazy. Like, this dude's this dude's journey, right? Like, from the fucking most aggressive person on the planet, going to jail, getting out of jail. He, he had a cameo in fucking The Hangover. <laughs> yeah. um, and then he continued to have these cameos. He even did like a fucking one person show where he's talking about his life and shit. And uh, now he's fucking, he's beloved by everyone, man. He went through a period where no one fucking wanted to talk to him. He was shunned out of Hollywood and out of boxing and shit. And now he's fucking everywhere. Like he's on, he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple of times. He has his own podcast, which is pretty popular. Yeah. Um, he fucking, he's about to, 
he just had a boxing match with uh, Roy Jones Jr. And apparently he's going to continue to box some more old people. You know, uh, let me ask you this. I'm going to I'm gonna backtrack just a, just a hair. You had said earlier he, that he was one of the most dangerous men ever, right? Okay. So let me ask you this. This is something we talked about at work. What would it take for you if they were to say, hey, we need you to go one round with this man? One round? You have to make it out of the round, though. Okay. Um, man, you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm pretty athletic and I'm a, I'm a <laughs> best of a man. So, I mean, you give me 10 bucks and I'll go in there and box up Mike Tyson. You know, I'll show him what's really the real deal. <laughs> And then we woke up. So, uh, fuck, honestly. So, um, this is this is Mike at like what fifty? Yeah, this is Mike at fifty. So we're talking prime Mike because now I'm scared of him now, dude. I'm scared of him now. I would not want if they were like, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a mil. I'm gonna give you a million dollars. I just need you to take three punches from him. I don't think I could take one and be standing." He's knocked out the most athletic, most beasty in. Oh yeah, man! You can just you can just look at his highlights and see some of his connections when he was like twenty. I mean, all right, so he won he won the belt at twenty. Um, I mean, fuck! Imagine fighting Prime twenty twenty year old Mike Tyson. He just won fucking heavyweight title. It would take a lot of. Um, like he's, he, you're you're go ahead and get ready you're probably gonna be eating out of a straw because your jaw's wired shut yeah, like you, I, you um, definitely got your jaw broke you're lucky if you don't get knocked out right like um it'd take a couple mil man because like you know what i want i want generational wealth i want wealth where my kids will be fine. <laughs> kids, kids will be fine you know, because, like, you know, five mil, I can probably run through that pretty quick because I'm going to have to buy a lot of smoothies after I fight them, right? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I want, like, you know, well, Conor McGregor got, like, 100 mil for fighting Floyd Mayweather, and Floyd Mayweather's about a buck 30. So I, I'd probably say at least 100 mil for one round with Mike Tyson. For one round. Uh, now, would you go ahead and put it in the contract that you're not guaranteed to make it out of that round? Like, oh, yeah, you got to put it in there, man, because okay. you got to realize, like, um, I got weak ankles, so if I move around too much, I'm probably going to roll one and fall on the ground anyway. Um, Mike Tyson's <laughs> probably quicker than me, so I don't know how much running I can actually do without him catching me. What else? Um, I got bad eyesight. I don't know if you're allowed to wear contacts while you're boxing. But if, you can't, <laughs> if I can't, I'm not gonna be able to see shit anyway. Yeah. Uh, they, they, it's, they always say it's the punch you get, you don't see that knocks you out. So. Yeah. Well, you didn't you didn't see any of them, so all of them knocked you out. <laughs> either way, so yeah, I've got to put it in the contract. I mean, they're lucky if I make it a minute. <laughs> And I would put in stipulation. I, I feel I feel strongly, and I said I've said this before. I feel very strongly. I'm not making it no minute. I might make it thirty seconds, maybe, because the way I'm at at fifty, at fifty years old, this man is jumping around the ring. He's he's doing his elusive stuff. He's 
he's I'm not gonna lie, yeah, this this Roy Jones fight, like he moved around pretty goddamn well. Like that shit Yes. Like, he, yeah. had no, he had he had body part. But he was moving around like old school Mike Tyson. He was doing the fucking bob and weed, bob and weed, fucking throwing hooks. That shit looked like it would hurt. And uh, I loved, I loved at the end of it when when they interviewed him, and uh, he was like, "Yes, I would love to do this again. I would love to do this again with Roy. We're gonna run it back." You can see in Roy's face, he was like, "How the hell we ain't? We yeah. ain't running shit Jealous. back." Fuck no, you just got, you know, you just got your tune-up fight. I'm not about to be your get-right fight. I'm, uh, I'm not about to be the fight that you're going for the championship after this. Like, hell no. That shit ain't, that shit ain't for me. Let's get Evander Holyfield in here. Someone <laughs> else, cause this shit ain't, this shit ain't for me. I'm old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Line that up with somebody else. You want to, what's that, uh, what the hell was his name? The, uh, the YouTuber that have fought? Jake Paul. Yeah, he was like, "You can fight Jake Paul." There you go, you fight him. Goddamn YouTube guys, they're like in their twenties. You can, you can get that done. Yeah, but, you run okay. with them. So speaking, speaking of fights, there was a UFC fight this past weekend that I did not uh, get to watch, but uh, but one of my favorite fighters has a fight this coming up Saturday. What do you think about it, man? Oh, I, I'm sure you uh, know what I'm talking about. No. Nah. And I'm gonna go ahead and just put it out there. Uh, McGregor is a monster. The the Irish phenom. The dude is a beast. He's gonna. I I I really feel like the way he's hyping this up and the way he's saying it's gonna be magical or whatever he said. What did he said it's gonna be? He said something like like this. This fight's gonna go down in the history books. As far as whatever the hell he's about to do, I feel like this cat is about to go in there in the first 25 seconds and just run that fight. Well, okay. So, so his first fight back, which was, fuck, uh, I think over a year ago, right, against uh, yes, Mr. Donald Cerrone, the legend himself, he went in there and uh, pretty much put him out with shoulder strikes. He shoulder strikes, broke, dude. Broke his nose with his collarbone. And then a head kick, and then some punches. Um, but the most most of the damage he did was with his goddamn shoulders. So, what the fuck is he gonna do? So he's already fought Dustin Poirier, good fighter. He's already fought for the belt. You know, he's a, he's a well, he's a pretty accomplished guy. Um, he's already fought him at a lower weight class uh, a couple years ago. Knocked him out in the first round. And uh, from what I'm hearing is he's already made his prediction um he's saying 60 seconds we'll see and i i I, and i'm not i want to make this i'm not um doubting dustin poyer's um capability yeah he's a he's an athlete you know i'll give him that but even if you were to go back and watch the very first fight that they had against each other connor didn't even hit him with a clean punch he hit him he hit him in the back of the head yeah, he hit him with a clip of back of the head, right? And it crossed over. Mm-hmm. It was just this nasty on the button, I'm a roll you kind of thing. When he did that, he laid flat, you know, his knees buckled, he was on the ground, and then boom, it was a done deal, you know? So he landed, he did that punch to the back of the head, he ended up falling face first into the mat. Connor right. continued to punch him, and then the ref stepped in. <laughs> right. You know, and then something else that, you know, that you said was that, 
Connor, uh, Connor first fight back, which was last year. Um, he fought Cowboy Cerrone, who is, I am a big fan of, um, he beat him with shoulder shrugs, dude. But the thing was, is that when they did, you know, they did the, uh, the interview afterwards, Cowboy said this, and I'll never forget it. He said, yeah, man, you know, Connor's a great fighter. I, you know, what really got me was the elbows. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Connor I forgot about that. <laughs> Connor did not hit him yeah. with one elbow. There's it no was elbow. shoulder. That is dangerous, dude, to have an expert-level fighter as Donald Cerrone to oh, sit yeah. there. I mean, Cerrone has, like, the most fucking finishes in UFC history, yes. like he's uh, he's got some records in the books, and for him to finish him like that, it's pretty wild, um, right? Such a devastating fact, uh, 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 fashion, you know, just to yeah. roll him and then make him think that he was hit by something totally different. It's crazy. Up. Oh yeah, and uh, you know what, uh, Mister Khabib Nurmagomedov had oh. to say also. Um, he had a meeting with Mr. Dana White this past weekend in Abu Dhabi, and he let it be known the only way he's coming back to fight Mr. Conor McGregor is if Conor puts on a show, which he's known for doing. So he's got some added motivation. Because from the rumors, and again, I don't do much research. This is just shit we uh, hear on the streets, the mean streets of uh, – Texas is Mr. Conor McGregor was out partying all the time during his uh, training camp for Khabib. Right. He, he wasn't really fucking with his coaches too much. I think this is around the same time he was beating up old men in bars. <laughs> I think so. Actually, I really do think so. <laughs> but uh, he had a, a little bit too much proper 12. You can never have too much proper 12. It's always the right amount. <laughs> but... Like man, there's motivation, right? He has, he has a reason to go out and do something amazing, and I'm hoping he does. Because when Conor McGregor is at his best, USC is very entertaining. Like you gotta, like this dude is the fucking show. Like he knows how to talk shit, and he knows how to fight. Well, um, what was it? Is it uh, is his name? And sorry if I butcher this. Is it Stephen A. Smith, the commentator for ESPN? I thought you were going to throw, like, some Russian name out there, not an American-ass name like Steven Smith. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch his show, so I don't know. There's going to be some actual pronunciation that you have to <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, the hype was a whole lot less than the delivery. You completely killed that thought. <laughs> Mr. American Stephen A. Smith, yes. <laughs> But I don't, again, I don't watch his show, so I don't know. Uh, sorry for anybody that does. But um, he did a little press conference with uh, Dana White um, a few days back, just a few days ago. And he asked Dana, he said, is, is there another UFC fighter in the sport right now that you believe can hype up UFC the way Conor McGregor does? Um he named one fighter. I'm sure the person he named, I'm not going to like. No, it, and you know what? I, and I hate to say this. I don't even remember the fighter's name. Oh, there's probably a Izzy, Israel Adesanya. 
no, no, no. He said he was excited. He said he was excited for Izzy's weight class. That whole division is is good. But he did not during that part of the interview where who was the most who next was the most exciting after Conor McGregor. Izzy was not the person that he named. It was some That's guy. Right. Yeah, it was some guy up and comer that had like five fights last year. Was um, it a Ben Askren? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. And it, it was crazy because the one thing that I guess I got from that was that Dana White has hundreds of fighters on his, you know, uh, roll call at any point in time. He named some undercar guy that I honestly have never heard of. Um, and no offense to that guy, but to say that and then to say, oh, okay, well, the next up is Conor McGregor, that's a big leap, man. You, you've got some you've got some heavy-hitting names there. Oh, yeah. So, but- I think the realization is that the UFC doesn't want big fighters like Conor McGregor anymore because that costs them too much money. The realization is if you get another fighter as big as fucking Conor McGregor or Khabib Nurmagomedov or even the Diaz brothers, right? When they fight, you got to pay them. UFC ain't about paying people. That's why they just had a bunch of cuts. They cut a bunch of people because their salaries were too much. And, I mean, the realization is now that you're on ESPN, you're fighting on fucking ABC, you're mainstream, right? Like, the fighters don't necessarily have to build you up. You're already built the fuck up. Could be, or, you know, Connor already did that. John Jones and Ronda Rousey, they already built it up. George St. Pierre, Anderson Silva, all these guys already built up your brand enough to where you're able to get this big money from ESPN and ABC, fucking Disney Channel and all this bullshit. You're done. Your work's done. Now you can just have fighters, Joe Schmo, that you don't got to build up. You can have them put on good fights, and people will be happy with it. Joe Schmo versus the Mandalorian, like some wax shit. But you know what? People are going to watch that shit. I'll watch that shit. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Mandalorian's about to get in his shit. I haven't watched any of that shit, man. I'm not a, I'm not a Caucasian male. Oh, you're such an ass. Are you serious? It's awesome. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what you would say. But, <laughs> but hopefully, uh, um, so we put this one on without our counterpart because we're trying to stick with one podcast a week. Yes. We're going to try to be consistent. I'm going to try to be more active on social media also. And we're going to try to continue this shit and try to grow it at some point. Um Hopefully, we uh, gain some more followers, too. So if you like it, share it. If you don't, um, don't badmouth us, because that's just me. Cut it out, Cubano. Supposedly grown, supposedly grown, supposedly grown, supposedly grown.